Hi there, you're listening to Cinema Cult, uh, where we pick a particular film, analyze it, praise it, trash talk it, and decide in the end if it's worth a recommendation. As a general warning, there are spoilers in this podcast, and F-bombs are thrown pretty frequently. Alright, this week's genre is 80s teen raunchy comedies. Uh, we're going with the 1982 classic film, Zapped, starring Scott Bayo. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. I wouldn't consider it a classic. I was going to say, can you use an adverb after you <laughs> use the uh, noun? Because you said, um, what was it? It was 80s teen... 80, it's 80s? We're very specific this week. 80s raunchy teen comedies. Man, I should have said that. That actually Yeah, because I was going to say the adverb's got to go first because it's yeah. describing the noun. It's too late. Can't delete it. Okay. <laughs> it's too, I've been getting into English again lately. Oh, really? So, That's good, man. Good for as you. As a first language? <laughs> uh, as a first language? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get all the uh, bare bone skeleton of what? words. Out of your you closet? Know what I mean. <laughs> Skeletons in your closet? Skeletons. <laughs> You know, I will say, I've seen this movie a couple times as a kid. They used to play, like, on Comedy Central. And I remember watching it, I'm like, man, classic teen comedy. And then watching it today, I'm like, man, bad movie. Like, this is... <laughs> you're, so just much... like, you're just like, man, kill me. <laughs> like, what was I thinking when I was, like, 12 years old? I'm like, mom, I can't do my homework zaps on. And then, oh, it blows my mind. Well, let's go ahead and dive right into it. Why are you laughing? How many times are we going to fucking dive in? Well, we're it? diving right now. We're already in the pool. We can't dive in the pool if we're already in it. Get, <laughs> your, get your diving suits on. Get your... <laughs> we're diving even deeper. We're going to Deep Star 6. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Refer to episode 7. <laughs> uh, starting right off in this movie, we see Scott Bayo, and he's like a scientist. He's like a student scientist, and we know he's a nerd, because he's wearing very thick glasses. Yep. So you yeah. know this guy's a nerd. And know? that's the only time you ever see those glasses. <laughs> that's true. That's completely true. Oh, you don't see oh yeah. That's the movie. Good call. Never again. And you know his girlfriend in the movie's a nerd because she has really thick glasses. And you never yeah. see those glasses ever again. No, because she does the, the typical, I'm going to lose my glasses. I'm like, oh, man, you're hot all along. I didn't notice it. Yeah, like, she loses about halfway in this movie. Like, halfway in this movie, she doesn't wear the glasses anymore. Well, and then he becomes interested. Well, He's like, uh, oh. Scott Bayo cracks it with oh. the, his, his powers, and then that's it. No more glasses. That's oh, yeah, true. that's true. Man. He cured her She's eyes. like, Barney, you dick. <laughs> never again. <laughs> um, okay, I got to bring this up, though. Has anybody been in a private lab inside of a high school ever? Like, usually if it's like a science laboratory, it's a classroom, right? No, this was like a private laboratory in the high school. There was no chairs set up for a class. It was there's too no small like, to have a uh, class. There's no, like, teacher supervision. No, it was just a laboratory room. It was a laboratory. Like, I, I, didn't know how to, I don't know how to describe it. There was, like, no use for this in the actual high school. For learning, yeah, why just like, a room? No desks or anything? No, it was just a room specifically for Scott Bayo's laboratory. And I thought that was so it. Pretty strange. much is, yeah, because he keeps it locked. Yeah, yeah he keeps it right, locked, yeah. and there's like nobody uses it. And like, there's at one point he makes a mess in it in the movie, and like it's there to the next day, and like nobody has done anything in that class. No, that, that's a good point. I didn't really so it's like I didn't really one. understand the uh, geography of this movie. It was kind of like it was like a Chris Nolan movie almost because you don't really understand the geography of it, and it was just like a. <laughs> So in the next psychological scene. thriller, like <laughs> playing with your head, it's like The Shining. Okay, where you okay. know what I mean? Where I kind of see where you're going with doors. this. Oh, because Catman Crothers is in it. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, I didn't think about <laughs> yeah. that. It is like The Shining. Well, thank That's you for listening be, yeah. this week. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say about it. 
That's gonna be a theory I constantly bring up for the rest of the podcast. Is tall tiger? Please, gonna don't. Please don't. You know what's also kind of related to it is like right, this next is kind of like Stephen King's you character. Gotta stop. <laughs> Stephen King also wrote The Shining. Oh no, I didn't notice that. Holy yeah. shit! There you go. Nice. See. Nice. Keep going. For people who haven't seen the movie, just to pretty much break it down, it's about this high school student who mixes some liquids and he gets telekinetic powers and he just kind of goes around and like rapes people. And <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much the movie. And it's supposed to be like this funny teen comedy. I just wanted to break it down for those who haven't seen it. But uh, we open up. He's this kind of like nerdy kid. He's on the baseball team, apparently, yeah. which doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Well, actually, no, I'm going to say he played against stereotype, though. He wasn't nerdy. I didn't see him as nerdy. I but just they're trying to tell you like, in the beginning, like, oh, he's a nerd. He's got he glasses does, he on. Does science he does experience. science. Yeah, I got that, but, like, it was only at that one part. For, like, the rest of the movie, he seemed just like a normal, like, dude. Yeah. Like, the fact that he was, on, like you said, he was on the baseball team. Like, I kind of, I didn't really get yeah, that. Yeah, they didn't really like, follow through with that. Like, yeah, he didn't follow yeah. through. Like, why is he on the team with all these, like, he wasn't getting picked on either. Like, it wasn't no. like, uh, he wasn't the stereotype that he. No. He, no, he really wasn't. Been. Well, then this movie kind of starts off. Th- this whole movie is like this, especially the first, like, ten minutes of this movie. Like, somebody will say, like, two lines of dialogue, and then <laughs> it'll cut to a song, and you see, like, a montage, and it fades out. And someone's like, hey, how's it going, Johnny? He's like, ah, eh, just another day. And it's like, dun, 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 and he goes to another montage. And that's all this first, like, 10, 15 minutes is. But we finally get some dialogue when we go to the first real scene of the movie. It's the school assembly. And... I heard Hanta laughing pretty hard because of the sounds of the trumpet. Oh, yeah. That the kid... <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so let's get out there and show some spirit! Yay! <laughs> so they're, they're at this... First of all, this school is like... Okay, I'll, okay, I gotta, I gotta say something real quick. Okay. Just before we talk about this whole thing. Okay. This movie reminds me of a trauma film. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really it? does. That, like, like the way how like outrageous the characters are portrayed in the movie. Yeah. Seems. I mean, it's like it wouldn't happen in real life. Well, I mean, like, no. none of this shit would have happened in real life. But no. The way that they're like way over the top and just super goofy. And like yeah. all of the characters. Well, like especially that. in yeah. that first like 15, 20 minutes, especially this assembly scene, like everybody's yeah. treating the principal like he's a complete prick. Mm-hmm. And then some dude with a mohawk kicks the doors and I don't know what he says, but he calls him like a butthead or something like that. Yeah. Everybody's laughing. He throws <laughs> a piece of paper at him. And nobody, there's no like repercussion. Yeah. Okay. I got to ask you that you brought this up. I completely forgot about this. Where did this guy go? I don't, he's in like two scenes. Yeah, they really put him in like he was gonna be like a character that was gonna be through the rest of the <laughs> Doesn't movie. He called the teacher Miss Burnfart. Miss yeah. Burnfart, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he disappears and... though. He's like not in the rest of the oh, movie. Yeah. He's not even at the prom. You would think like he's the main bad guy. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like his adversary or whatever. Yeah, like the way they like, yeah, he they set him up like. Yeah. So like they, set, they set him up in this scene, and later on in the movie they bring him up another scene. You're next, Gary Cooter. Do I have to, Miss Burnfart? <laughs> but we have this whole assembly scene. Uh, everybody's like completely disrespectful to this principal. Uh, then we go ahead and cut to a really random scene where Scott Bayo's best friend, he's like this like jock, like suave type guy, goes up to one of the teachers and he's like, "Hey, Mrs. Blah blah blah." He's like, yeah, "Your pictures." I don't know. He's like, "Your pictures didn't develop for the yearbook," and she's like, "I guess you have to take him again." Then all of a sudden, she lays down in a, on a table, and she's getting naked, and he's taking pictures of her. 
It's like the weirdest. It's straight up like a like like a porno, like a seventy yeah. porno or something. It yeah. really is. Like it's that's, weird as shit. That's so, weird. Now you brought that up too. What <laughs> the hell happened to that character? No, this movie. I think they started off with one movie. Idea. And then 20 pages in, they're like, well, forget everything we wrote. We're still going to use it, but just forget everything we wrote. Yeah. Whoa. So then... <laughs> this is blowing my mind, man. I feel like I like forgot about all this. So then we cut to Scott Bayo working in his lab again. And while Scott Bayo's working on his stuff, his baseball coach comes in. and Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. And he starts going through Scott Bayo's liquids that he has in all these open containers. He is, yeah. And for some reason, Scatman Crothers goes to look inside of this clear beaker, and he like tips it like I don't know who looks into like a jar full of liquid that way, but he doesn't look into it like above. He just like tips it so he can look right into it. Yeah, and it's filled to the very brim. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's the very brim, and it mixes with another liquid, and then you kind of know like foreshadowing something's gonna happen. Then his buddy walks on in, pours some beer in it, and then some smoke comes up, and you're like, okay. So yeah, is it beer that activates the like the chemical? I don't, I think it was the beer mixed with whatever's scamming. It's colors. all if you look at it though, it's all party ingredients because wasn't it like oh, okay. a weed? Uh, yeah, oh, it's like cannabis. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like powders. Cool. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. All right, down. cool, man. All right, we're there. I kept thinking every time Scatman Crothers would enter the room, I just said, I thought Jack Nicholson was going to pop around the corner with an extra... Oh, good. Just kill him. The entire movie. I was like, please do it. It would make this movie a lot better. Every time I think of Scatman Crothers, every time he popped up, all I could think about was him when he's laying in bed in The Shining. Oh, yeah. It's and there's that, fr- that picture of the naked girl up on the frame. That's all I envision. It's like Scatman what? Crothers. He's smoking some weed and then there's Is just he like, smoking? I think yeah. so, yeah. He's just... Like hanging out in his uh, like apartment or whatever. Yeah, and it's just like this huge painting of a chick with an afro completely <laughs> butt naked. So Scott Bayo said about this guy, here's a trivia thing. He said that this guy smoked um Scatman Crothers? Scatman Crothers. He smoked weed every single day of his life. So it's like he said that's what like the only thing like Scott Bayo said he remembered about the movies. Like I remember this guy he smoked weed every day. Seems of his like life. a cool dude. Yeah, he seemed like a really cool dude. <laughs> Sounds kinda cool, man. <laughs> so then I think it's a scene where he's talking about it. Scott Bayo was talking about how he gets like the mice stoned or whatever, and he's like, "Yeah, when they get them stoned, they eat twice their weight in cheese." And is that actually possible? It's almost like saying if I got stoned and I eat twice my weight in cheese, I'd almost eat four hundred pounds in cheese. That's like, little, yeah, that's a lot of cheese. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense at all. Well, the mouse isn't eating four hundred pounds of cheese. No, but that's I'm just saying twice its weight. So yeah. whatever the so it's eating two pounds of cheese. I mean, think that's about a lot like that think about how full you are when you eat like a one pound burrito from Taco Bell. You okay. Know what I mean, so imagine eating like for me one hundred eighty five one pound burritos from Taco Bell twice. No, why two hundred percent times two. <laughs> 200% bad. Divide by one. <laughs> Divide that by one, and we're back to just one Basically, when I eat at okay. Taco Bell, 200%. <laughs> uh, after this scene, we get to one of the few, but one of the great special effects scenes in the movie. Oh, this is the... When, like, this puff of, like... The transformation scene? Yeah, it's like a oh, transformation yeah, scene. Bad. When Scott Bale gets his powers. It was like and, a Death Star explosion. And it's... <laughs> With and it's nothing purple, that's like a purple haze to yeah. it. Yeah, and there's nothing. It's not like an on-set special effect. You can tell later on they're like, all right, this is a weak looking. Like threw a special effect on there, and it looks goofy as hell. It looks really bad. It's just I don't even understand like what it is. I don't get what's happening. That's it, man. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> Anybody want to explain this? <laughs> this movie, I, I know. I kind of we kind of discussed this when we all watched the movie together. 
But man, I re- okay when this movie came out, if I remember correctly, Scott Bayo was a pretty big guy. Yeah. And that's why they made this movie because they're like, oh, Scott Bayo, blah, blah blah. Also, him and his buddy in this movie, they went on to do Charles and Charles yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And watching this movie, it looks like an utter B movie. Yeah, it looks like, really it's shit. so bizarre. Like, yeah, it looks like it's filmed on video. It, it just. Well, that's it's, th- I think that's the thing though. Is like movies back in the '80s, they all look like that. It's no, just man, you so even, to... first hand pops in my head is like, even like Meatballs. Meatballs doesn't look like Revenge that. of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. Like I mean, Revenge of the Nerds, like what, 84 maybe? It looks like it was like a bunch of movies that were like spliced together at times. You know what I mean? It looks like it was like a made for TV movie and then they're like, yeah. okay, we need to put boobs in here. So they'd like throw shots of boobs in there. You know what I mean? Like it was, mm-hmm. it seemed like they were like adding stuff. They decided they didn't have enough rape scenes. Yeah. They didn't like, have any more rape scenes. Yeah. Uh, sexual harassment scenes. <laughs> you forgot to talk about the shot at the door where Bernadette. I didn't even know how to explain this. I didn't want to bring it's it up. Awesome. I do not know how to explain this via podcast. All right, there's a scene where Scott Bayo's girlfriend tries to get into the laboratory, and Scott Bayo's buddy <laughs> is on the other side. He opens the door, and his face is right in the it's crease. Yeah, it's basically touching the crease. It's touching the crease of the door, and you can kind of see his whole face, but it's still covered by the door. And you can tell his face is, like, in the door frame. And then when it cuts back to the girl on the other side of the door, you can tell her face is in the door frame. So if you take... If you, if you, so if, if you, you just had one wide you, shot... You zoom out. Zoom the camera out. They're basically, like, mouth-to-mouth talking to each other. Their noses are touching each other. Their it's, faces are overlapping into yeah. faces. Yes. It's a very bizarre scene. I can't remember which one of you pointed that out, but that's that's a very weird editing. It's um, great. After this whole explosion scene, we get to one of the many utterly annoying parent scenes. Oh, I hate that. She's like, all the side story stuff in this movie is yeah. awful. Oh, that, yeah. That, yeah. That mom is, like, I think the worst actress I've I've seen in this podcast so far. I don't know if it's yeah. I don't know if it's, it's her acting. It was I just like, think it was like they don't know what to do and they're like just act weird and I don't know that whole, act like a stereotypical like mom. And this know, is where like, like a stereotype. This movie kind of starts off like a comedy and then once we get to every time we get back to the parents place, it gets really dark and weird and it's not funny at all. It's just bizarre. And I yeah. feel like it just takes me out of the movie. I'm like I'm not watching a comedy. I'm kind of yeah. watching this fucked up movie. That's a good point. It does. It, it took me out of the movie like a lot of times. Like I was felt really uncomfortable at the house. Like something, oh, yeah. like something bad was happening there. Like you know there's like a story that we're not being told. Okay. I see it. That's cool, man. You guys fill in the blanks. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Hey, let's talk about the uh, scientific plausibility of this uh, ever happening. You guys want to talk about that? You're just going to throw that out there right in the middle? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that in the second part of the podcast. Well, actually, I have no answers to that. How are we going to talk about the plausibility? I'm just joking. Okay. I was <laughs> serious. I was thinking, about, like, we're not going to have anything to say on this. <laughs> Well, I'm e- emailed. Stay uh, tuned for our, our guest in the second half, Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> to explain how this is very plausible. <laughs> uh, the next scene we have, uh, like in this classroom presentation scene, the 21 year old punk with a mohawk gets up and gives a presentation. He calls her Miss Burnfart. Yeah, and this is a very trauma scene. This is such a yeah, bizarre scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the principal comes in and he makes a comment to the guy with the mohawk. And he's like, Hey, you want to repeat your senior year? It'll be your fourth, four. He's like, it'll be your fourth time repeating it or something. So damn. <laughs> then we like figure out that this guy's like this kid's twenty one years old. Yeah, he's twenty one yeah. years old and he's in high school. 
He's going to be turning 22 this year, so. <laughs> so, I want to see his story. I want to yeah. see the movie about this guy. Like, you can do it, man. Like, just quit fucking around. Yeah, Edward James almost <laughs> teaching him mathematics. <laughs> I didn't get that one. Oh, really? Yeah. S- stand and deliver? Never heard of it. Really? Yeah. What? That's a good You've never heard of that? that? No. Oh, man. I can't. Maybe I have, but I, I feel like we were forced to watch that in school. Yeah, but, like, it was like. Try your hardest and I'll yeah. help you succeed. How do I reach yeah, how these do I, kids? How do I reach oh, how do I reach you? What's that from? That's, that's South Park. Carmen. South yeah, Park. Yeah. I've seen South Park. Okay. Okay, so, so I'm halfway there. there. Yeah, you're almost there. I've seen Lean On Me. That's kind of like it, right? Oh, yeah, it's it's like yeah. yeah. yeah it's okay, so we'll idea. say I saw it. Yeah, came on, yeah. I saw Coach Carter. Ah, that's kind of like it, right? It's like, a, it's like a modern revamp. I saw The Substitute. That's a good movie. I didn't see the substitute. Oh really? It's kind of like that, though, right? Really? I, I never so. wanted to watch this movie. It looked so bad. Oh, the substitute one is fucking awesome. Okay, we'll watch. I can it. tell it's, it's awesome by his laugh. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna call it uh, School Movies. Right. Oh, we can uh, totally talk about we'll do that. Do a genre called School Movies. At the end of this podcast, I'm gonna announce. It's gonna be. It's gonna be, school it's gonna be called School Days. Because then we can talk about the principal. We can talk about Dangerous Minds. We can talk about High School High. We can, we can talk, talk about, about Freedom Riders. Freedom Riders. We can, we can talk, talk about, about uh, what's that one about the spelling bee? Dangerous Minds. Yeah. yeah. Substitute. Yeah. yeah. Oh my High God. School High. We're yeah. doing this. Yeah. We just named the same movies like Substitute over and over. Two. I know, Substitute Two. We're doing no. it. I don't care. All right, that's cool, man. I don't even know what we're talking Teach about. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. <laughs> yeah. Scream One. <laughs> um, it's not. This isn't a podcast about anything that pops in your head. It's school days. <laughs> Um, so had- National Olympians. Oh no, the National Olympians dorm days. <laughs> dorm days. Dorm days. Uh, oh, how about we do one where it's never mind. We'll so anyway, in this scene, um, someone's going to presentation. Scott Bayo has this completely random, like, vision in his head of this girl getting up and getting naked, and then it cuts because the teacher calls his name, but Bayo can't get up because he's got a boner. <laughs> And what a te- weird scene! And it's a weird scene because the teacher's like, "What are you hiding under there? Like, what are you doing? Stand up in yeah. front of the classroom and show us wait, all." Wait, what are you doing? No, stop! No, <laughs> don't. <laughs> a little throwback. To that's, that's, that's a big throwback. <laughs> We're jumping back like three months. <laughs> it's it's kind of like an anniversary podcast. <laughs> Toy Soldiers. That's the movie I was trying to think of. That's actually kind of cool movie. That's yeah, a good movie. No, that's that a is good, a cool, cool yeah. school movie. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, so Scott Bayo gets embarrassed and he's trying to get out of standing up with a boner. So he uses his telekinetic powers and he pulls the map off the wall and it covers the teacher and the principal and they fumble under this map for oh, like they're totally 20 just fucking, minutes. They're totally fucking. It's a weird, it's, it's so well, you know stupid. why they used to put like, um, lead in those maps. Oh, so it would like, weigh you down? Yeah. So you couldn't get up? So, like, no, so it would weigh itself down, so it would, like, so be the more map stiff was made, when you pulled it down. They used and lead I, to make the maps? Yeah, they used, no, they used to do, like, a lead, like, um, um, they used to, there used to be lead in it to, like, hold the weight down okay. of the map so it wouldn't roll up, so it wouldn't be, like, a piece of paper. Yeah. I'm making this up, dude. Okay. And that makes no fucking sense why they were under that <laughs> map. <laughs> what, uh, what is this, Matt's Creepy Corner? That's Matt's Science Corner. Matt's, Matt's Science Corner, corner man. <laughs> Welcome to Met Science Corner. <laughs> Lead mats and all. <laughs> so Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> uh, so after this, we follow with this big reveal scene where his soon-to-be girlfriend and best friend look through a window and see that he has these powers and he's moving around beakers and he's cleaning up glass and stuff. Um, after this, we go to another scene with the parents and we get this weird fucking scene where oh yeah, he walks in late for dinner and uh, she's like, well, I wish I would have known you would have been late because I made dinner. I made your dad's favorite. And the dad goes, yeah, 
cream, where he says, spam with cream sauce. Oh. And then it gets quiet, and then the dog burps. And that's the end of the scene. It's the weirdest oh, fucking scene. Oh, man. We, was it the uh, the ADR right, right before he gets in the house, that kid? Oh, yeah, the kid that passed <laughs> him. Barney Bonehead. Yes, yeah, so it's like a 40-year-old dude. It's like a little kid. It's like a 40-year-old dude's voice. <laughs> Barney Bonehead. Up yours. This movie's full of great ADR Barney moments. Bonehead. Oh, my God. We got to get to the best one, though. I don't know if anybody wrote it down, but I'm trying to remember it. Oh, Save so it you didn't happens. write it down? <laughs> I'm going to write it down right now. Um, so Scott Bayo walks upstairs after not eating his spam with cream sauce. Oh god. And has this whole like Star Trek vision where he telekinetically picks up one of his like Star Trek ships that's in his house or in his room and he starts flying across the room. And then all of a sudden it cuts but it like phases through the aquarium. It phases through yeah. the aquarium. But I don't so... understand that because that's not a part of his abilities. Yeah. It's, well, no, I think it's supposed to. <laughs> no, I don't understand it. That's not what television means. Messing with the source material. <laughs> you make up rules, you follow them. Yeah, exactly. Is that like one of those angry comic book like guys who like no. are pissed that the movie's not like the comic book? That's not movie. what telekinesis is. I'm not. That's not. Like, no, no, I'm not, with you. I'm, I'm with not. you. It makes no fucking. No, sense. I, I think what it was supposed to be was like he imagines it. He imagined that the ship was in his fish tank floating around. No, it was no fish tank. <laughs> no, God let's did. not give this movie fucking credit here. That thing went through the fucking it fish did. tank. It did. It, it did. went into the water and went out of the fish tank. And then when it cut back, there were people inside that <laughs> ship. Yeah. and there's people inside this ship, and they're like, and they say Spock, which I don't know how they got the rights to say that. Oh man! But he's like Spock, blah blah blah, and they're like talking and stuff. Man, I sound like an idiot trying to describe this. <laughs> so there's these people in a toy ship, and they're flying around. And then the dog bites through it, and everybody in the ship. I don't. This sounds so stupid trying to explain. If you're just this. now tuning in, what we're talking about is a teen sex comedy from the <laughs> '80s, and not a sci-fi movie. I promise. <laughs> uh, and we were not stoned when we watched this, nor this either is, are we right now. Is, this is. Completely I feel like stoned. they're gonna edit it out, and we're gonna be the only ones who talk about. It. Like I don't know what scene they're talking about. <laughs> this movie's actually pretty funny. Uh, so, but it does remind me of like uh, I don't know if you remember Adam's Family when he's like. With the trip, playing with the trains. Oh shit! Yeah, and there's like a dude yeah, like, inside. Does. Yeah, it, like reminded me of that. Like, yeah. I don't know if there are like people inside this or is it just. Magic? I never understood that. Scene. Yeah, it's weird shit yeah. because the dog bites it and the teeth go through. Yeah. That's like the best part <laughs> in that movie. It's like it goes past him. He's laughing. He's like, ah! <laughs> and the guy just looks out the window and he like, looks back. He's just reading. He's like, like, huh? There's just a gigantic face. Like, it's like, it's like laughing. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> So it cuts to his parents uh, grounding him. Wait, now, oh, wait, is the next scene. Uh, this is when his baseball. parents come up and yell at him, right? And they check to see he's if he's doing, doing a heroin. He has a total taxi driver moment where he's like, he looks no. at me. And oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And then his the parents. Yeah, this is the doll. Right. The doll yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. And he chases the mom uh -huh. out of the room with the doll. Which is completely weird. That's yeah. weird shit. Yeah. And there's actually, there's one point, I think it's during this scene. Oh, yeah, it is. Right after the dummy scene, the mom runs down, the dad's sleeping on the couch. Yeah. And she tries to wake him up, and he's like, have you had your Valium yet? And she's like, no, I haven't. And he goes, okay. And he rolls back over and gets comfortable, and he goes, mmm, prune juice. And then it cuts what? to the next scene. It's the weirdest line. I didn't even see that. I didn't I even remember hear. that. I didn't want to say anything because I wanted to bring it up you during sure the podcast. You sure you didn't hear that? Don't be calm down. Oh, calm down. Now, did you have your 8 o'clock Valium? Well, there you go. Oh, I have prune juice. <laughs> no, he the, does. He just really wanted some fruit juice during the movie. <laughs> I said that and I wrote it down and said, <laughs> Whose parents are these parents based off of? Um, I don't 
know. No, that's what I feel like. I was like, who's fu-? like these parents are the weirdest fucking parents. They are. It's bizarre. Like they make no sense at all. You know who you know who did it better? Okay, this whole because they got this whole side story with. Yeah, I'm gonna do a completely random reference. You do this whole side story where the parents kind of think he's on drugs oh. or they don't know what's going on. Who did it better? Little Jim Carrey movie called One's Bitten. Oh. Do you remember that? The parents, but it's like done in a funny way and yeah. like you know. Jim Carrey comes downstairs and she's like, "Your orange juice is on the table," and he accidentally grabs a cup of blood that was drained from the yeah, meat she's cooking and he kills that, yeah. it. And like that, that whole thing—they do that well in that movie. Yeah. This movie, they do it horribly. Yeah, it just it's, doesn't make any sense. It's so yeah. bad. And I, I think that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. That's a good flick. It's really not, but it's a good flick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good flick. Say it's probably not a good movie. <laughs> it's really, but it's fun. Um, next scene is the big baseball game that has cheerleaders. Do baseball games have cheerleaders? No. No, no, I don't. No, I've never been to a high school baseball game, but I assume. Okay, not. so this whole scene. This no, is... I don't. No, no, you're gonna go. Um, let me say one more thing before I jump into oh, okay. this. So the very opening scene is the coach Scott Bayo and this other guy is sitting on the bench. Oh yeah. The other guy is picking his nose, <laughs> and Scott Bayo's goes, "Suck it, eat it, suck it," and he makes this kid eat his booger, and then it just cuts to the baseball game. It's the most random. But scene at the same time, it's like, dude, sometimes you just gotta pick your nose. You know, like... I don't do that. Really? Yeah. You don't pick your nose ever. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta do it. I don't even breathe through my nose, dude. I have a deviated septum. Whoa. I just breathe my mouth. That's weird shit. Anyways. (laughs) 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 That was me trying to breathe. Um, Okay, so at this this whole scene in this movie, I I totally got the vibe that this movie reminded me of um, like an older Disney movie. Like a bad news. This whole baseball or scene kind of does. Yeah, like an, old, like an like old I know teenage what you're Disney movie, like yeah. a Kurt Russell Disney movie. Okay. Like if you if you know what I'm talking about, yeah. or like you ever see Blackbeard's Ghost? Yeah. Like just like weird like antic stuff where it's like the baseball's moving by itself and it makes a sound effect and it's like woo. Yeah. And I hate yeah. that yeah. kind like of stuff. Whistle, yeah. Because yeah. nobody is like astonished. I mean, people are kind of astonished what's happening. But they're all but no one's like stop this game. Something fucked up. There's is a going fucking on. ghost or something around <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> fucking. I don't want to cut in that one guy's reaction where he's like sitting amongst all these people that are cheering. He's like, the fuck are you guys cheering for? There's a ghost. <laughs> hey, but you all seen this? I'm fucking. This is crazy going on. Like I okay, but that's what it got. That's what it reminded me of. Reminded me of an R-rated like Disney teen yeah. movie. Okay. There's really not much to say about the scene. It's there's always that, there's good. that penguin mascot. That's a total perfect. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, and then it, like cuts like to little, it, like and then the child. screen starts spinning, and like this movie is so fucking weird. It's weird shit. Um, but the best part is after the game when Scott Bayo is walking home. He's walking down the street. And then his car pulls up, and it's a couple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a weird scene. A couple of the guys from the rival team that they just beat pull up and they're like, hey, you're on that team that just beat us. And like, let's moon them. So there's two girls and two guys in this car. The two guys pull down their pants and they moon Scott Bayo. Well, Scott Bayo is like, well, guys, I'm going to get you back. And this is his first like attempt of rape. Uh, and he pulls down both the girls' shirts so their tits pop out. And then he picks up the two guys that are mooning, and he kind of like throws them all around the park. Like they're just flying through the air. It's got awesome ADR. It's bizarre as shit, and everyone's just kind of staring like, whoa, that's weird, and then he land on a tree. It's yeah, the weirdest it. fucking yeah. scene. And he just walks away from the car, and there's like that one guy that's just driving the car, and nothing happened to him. Do you know, anybody knows that? There's like that one guy in the oh, background. Oh, there a fifth guy? Yeah, oh, there's there? a fifth guy just oh. driving the car, and he's just like, nothing happens to him. He's just driving the car like, what It would have been kind of hilarious if they like flew away, and the car just went in fucking like neutral or whatever, just yeah. like, started rolling down the hill. <laughs> 
I feel is Scott like... Bayo doing that or <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> there are rules you have to follow. Yeah, tel- telekinesis. <laughs> I feel like this movie, and we'll get into it more because it's gonna be coming up, but just a, as a precursor, this movie is so like. Hey man, we're gonna make this movie where there's like tits everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. like it's it's so like uh, producty. I feel like it's like it it's, is. It's, it's going after a demographic. It's a total like '80s boob comedy. Yeah, it's going yeah, after it's a really demographic. Yeah, it's going after like going the after frat guys. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, I like boobs. Matt, do you like boobs? I like boobs. Hanto, do you like boobs? Boobs are good. Okay, we all like boobs. A hundred percent of the people in this room like boobs. <laughs> That's good, yeah. but. I'm not that, you know, like, immature that to go see a good movie, I'm like, man, I gotta see tits, and, like, it just, this whole movie is just Yeah, I've never, like, I've never been so dumb where I just, like, went after, like, carnal things in a movie where it's like, if this movie doesn't have a gunfight, I'm out of here. Yeah, you do. You, like, you always tell me if it doesn't is have... Is it Ray Liotta or guns? Are you young? No, you always say if it doesn't have Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, or a gun, or two of those three, you will not watch the movie. you told me... So you always seen, like, two movies. Yeah, I should have done. I should have done my thesis paper in college that you only watch movies with Ray Liotta and Robert De Niro. <laughs> oh, that make yeah, that'd make a thesis. Zap is the third movie you've ever seen. <laughs> He's only seen three <laughs> movies. Zap, three movies. Actually, yeah, we've seen a bunch of movies for the podcast. He won it. He, he was just guessing. <laughs> yeah, just, I was just yeah, guessing what happened. Guessing. <laughs> but no, like I've never gone to a movie and been like, I need to see boobs in this movie. You know, I mean, people went and saw like American Pie. Yeah, but like I feel like there's uh, like a moral to American Pie. I feel like there's a story. People there. went for the tits, man. Really? Oh yeah. All right. You could say I didn't. But really? No. I, there was a story there. Like I go to I go to watch porn for tits. I don't go to watch movies for tits. Yeah. One time, there's, sometimes I'll like I'll squish my chest in the mirror. I'll look I'll be like, there's tits. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I can see tits anytime I want. Yeah, you said tits like 20 times in that one sentence. Oh. Do people find that like offensive, the tits? word tits? Nah, hey, it's like dicks. Hey, Brad, show me your tits. If somebody said, show Why me... Why don't go around saying oh, that to oh, people? Okay. That's, that's, that's what you're saying. <laughs> I have not once ever said that to anybody. At the strip club, you always say at the strip club, you're like, show me your tits. You I've know? never said that either. <laughs> oh, I'll man. give you money if you show me your tits. <laughs> I I, it feels like, like it's such a derogatory term. It's or maybe just in the context of this movie. Maybe. If anybody's offended by that word, fuck them. So we'll switch over to boobs from here on out. What? No. No. <laughs> We're not conforming to this. I like tits. I like tits. <laughs> oh. All right. So we cut to the next scene. Um, there's this whole principal <clears throat> secretary thing going on. The, the secretary finds the pot that Scott Bayo has in his science lab. They dispose of it. And Scott Van... I always say that wrong. Scatman Carlos? The baseball coach. Yeah. Uh, ends up getting really high, and we have this whole oh, sequence. Oh, yeah. okay. With- right, when, it's, it's, how come, like, every time they uh, there's some, like, kind of weed involved, they all hallucinate? Like, That's what happens, man. Yeah, but they go I off into, like, a whole other fucking world. Who else gets high in this movie? Well, like, I mean, basically, he's kind of getting high. Like, I, I, I took that, that first night of him coming home. And having that like daydream or that night, no way. That dream about he him. wasn't. Yeah, I you don't think. No if way. you don't see it, then I related it's not happening. those two. I feel like have to relate somehow. Yeah. I think that, I think it's just the baseball coach getting high and yeah, imagining that he's know, with Albert Einstein on a bike. Oh yeah, it's such a weird. His wife's scene. It was like with a bazooka, and it's not funny at all. The, no. the wife is shooting sausages from or uh, salami, salami from the from the bazooka. And it was you, like you they were tell, try- like I I just want to see like a complete like packed theater on an opening night of this movie. And they're like, this seems to be pretty funny. And then you're just going to like, 
Yeah. It's just weird. It's not... There's, there's a no, lot of weird stuff yeah. in this movie. But this, like, reminded me of, like, the first thing uh, I thought of was that some studio was getting rid of a bunch of props, and they're like, all right, how can we use a chariot, a bazooka, an Albert Einstein costume... <laughs> And like and a King Tut outfit all in uh, yeah, it's, why don't we just create a dream sequence yeah. sequence dream sequence there you go Whew. I know these are that was man. close man I get it's a ner- thick night for words guys <laughs> thick night it's a hot hot June night and the air is thick with vocab <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> that was really well said that was pretty good uh, okay and then this also brings up to our I gotta bring this up this is the second time we get to hear the theme song it's like on in the background. Is this theme song the love song or is it? I don't know what this. It's a Billy Joel sounding song. There's only two songs in this movie, I think. The theme song and the love song. The theme song and the love song. There's there's a song that's like zapped. Ooh, yeah, there you like, go. That's zapped. Just, that's just Flash Gordon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Flash. Ooh, zapped. Ah. There you go. Yeah. Oh. You got it. He's coming to your high school. <laughs> He's gonna coming. destroy your prom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so after this scene, we have Scott Bayo's best friend. We'll call him... Uh, we'll call him Peyton. That's his character name. I'm trying to think of a name we can call him. <laughs> Loser. Okay, we'll call him Peyton, for your sake. So we cut to Peyton trying to pick up on the hot girl in school. And she has a boyfriend who's in college. And I guess they were having this big roller coaster day the next day. And Peyton calls out the girl's boyfriend. He's like, oh, you're not coming to the park? I hear they have the scariest roller coaster in the world. And I guess that convinced the guy to go because then it cuts and they're all at the, the theme park. They're just out on racer. Is the racer the, the scary? I think this is Kings Island. I'm pretty sure is. this is Kings Island. Oh, we is. just gave away our location. Ooh. No, we just said we've been to Kings Island. We do you. not. We do not live in Ohio. You just gave away our location. We don't live in Ohio. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave away our location? <laughs> Matt! Oh. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure this is Kings Island. I'm pretty sure it's... Uh, I don't go there that often because it's, like it's hours away. Good one. Yeah, I just saved it. Now no one knows where we live. <laughs> Definitely not Ohio. <laughs> Definitely not Ohio. <laughs> What's Ohio? <laughs> yeah. I've never been to the city of Ohio. <laughs> So, my favorite part of this entire movie is when we're discussing, as a group, if this was Kings Island or not during the movie, and Matt goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Kings Island. You, it sounds like Kings Island. <laughs> I forgot about that. And Hanta goes, and it, all you hear is people just, like, screaming on roller coasters. <laughs> and Hanta goes, it sounds like an amusement park. <laughs> That was my favorite part of the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, like a dumbass. Like, that was a joke. Sounds like King's Island. That was a joke. I was making a joke. I swear to God, it was a joke. It was for your amusement. So we have this whole scene where they're riding rides. Peyton's trying to get the the, the prom queen girl. Um, he kind of wins. And later that night... So they have like an eating contest. They have, an, they have a drinking contest. Oh, a drink contest. The boyfriend throws up, and Peyton takes... He's spinning, like, the fastest on that one cup <laughs> ride. It's ride. terrifying. It's not funny. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's happened before. So, yeah, the boyfriend throws up, loses the bet that they had, where they could drink 12 beers, then whoever throws up first loses. And then Peyton... This is... I, I like to call this next, like, 10 minutes the rape montage. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Um, Peyton takes the prom queen back to his studio apartment. A high school student. This kid's like 17. <laughs> he's like, she's like, oh, so this is your studio apartment? And he's like, yeah, yeah. it's just his room without a bed. And he's got like a dry bar and he's got all this like liquor and he's got like photography equipment. And I'm like, where, what is happening? Yeah, no, this is weird. Okay, and but then, the weirdest part. No, this, I'm getting to it. Okay, I'm going to set it, it up. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so while Peyton's pouring drinks at his studio apartment, the prom queen's looking around. She opens up this drawer, all these condoms fall out. And then she goes to reach for something. And you hear this, I'm assuming she farted, because... They never attach a sound effect to anything. No, no, no. Well, yeah, you don't see a visual, you just hear it. Yeah. And bends over, fart. You hear a fart sound, she looks back over at Peyton, and they both smile at each other. That's that scene. I don't know what happened. I don't know who farted. Yeah, I don't. I thought you like I re well, okay. We rewatched it, and I thought I was like maybe she hit like the leather couch, right? She doesn't hit the leather couch. She doesn't touch anything. She's just standing there, and, and a all fart of a sudden you hear like out. a burn, and they both look at each other and smile, and then they start talking again. It's yeah. the yeah, weirdest. It's really scene. weird. Yeah, so this goes her whole rape montage where he's trying to, like, persuade her into, you know, having sex on the couch and everything. And he's really deceiving about this. He's, like, getting into her mind. He's like, yeah, Dad said uh, he's only going to pay me, like, a hundred grand a year. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and, you know, this girl's a gold digger anyway. Oh, yeah. So I was like, whatever. Do what you're going to do. So they go at it. Then it cuts to Scott Bayo and his new girlfriend. They're walking around riding bikes. And he cuts this really weird scene. And I, I rewound this like five times. I think it's hysterical. But he cuts this scene where they're sitting in a park and Scott Bayo goes to try to kiss her. And he grabs her by the shoulders. And the look on her face is like utter terror. And she pushes him away. Yeah. And he then like forces her down. And then, like, she, yeah. Yeah. And it was, then it was a weird scene. It's a really bizarre scene. And then they both laugh about it. I don't know. This whole movie's, ugh, it's very well, frustrating. It's like, that happens. And then. Two seconds later, they go fuck in the science lab. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I think it's supposed to be funny, but I don't think people who are involved in this movie know what funny is or have never made a comedy. But after this whole montage scene, we go back to more principal stuff. We find out the principal and the secretary hook up. I really, man, they go to so many side stories yeah. I just don't care about. They go to that restaurant. Yeah, and yeah, and then the principal gets blown by his secretary underneath a table at a fine dining establishment. The server acknowledges what happens, but oh, he knows. He knows, and but okay, if that really happened, you'd be kicked out in a heartbeat. You would get, the like, get, get, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I that just drives me crazy. And then when they get out from under the table, he's looking at him, and I just it's not realistic stuff. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Uh, after this, we got the fraternity casino. We have the fraternity casino. The uh, college dude wants to win his money back. Yeah, after the whole bet they had at the. So they have a, basically have a speakeasy at the basement of their, yeah, of their fraternity. Yeah, where they have it um, after they did the whole first bet at Six Flags, which we live very close to. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Right down the it's street. Like right down the street. Right down the street. And um, <laughs> so they had this whole like rush, not rush roulette, just a roulette table. And <laughs> like that'd be kind of <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> what kind of frat party is this? <laughs> um, and they're winning all this money and everything. And Scott Bayo is, I think he's like a lunatic because he gets so upset that he like flips the roulette table up into well, the air. Okay, here's the bull. Like he gets mad because 
they're winning, and they're about to win all the money that's in the place. All the money. All the money that's in the place. And um, and then he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's like, why wouldn't you, dude? You're just screwing over this college frat house like yeah. out of their money. And then he's like, I don't want to play. And then the th- he like has a re- he shoots a roulette table off. He shoots like, a red table, sky. yeah. And then I just I just don't think he knows how to control his powers. I know, but he's like, like a little baby. Like when something goes wrong, he's like always sitting. He's like he's like boobies, and he like pulls down people's shirts. And he's like, <laughs> I don't like this game. And he throws a roulette across the yeah. room. And... <laughs> oh yeah, dude. There you go. It's like really close, man. Should have like, done this for my thesis paper. There you go. What kind of how many thesis papers do you write? I like writing. <laughs> Um, then we cut to this whole stupid exorcism scene where the oh, parents the parents oh, called pre- weird. And they got a Harry Dean Stanton look like. I thought it was. I Even after I he made the joke, I still thought I, it was. Yeah, I looked for it. Yeah, they get this whole like, exorcism done on Scott Bayo, the parents do. And this weird line happens. Scott Bayo doesn't feel good after they <laughs> yeah. give him all these pills. And he's like, I think I'm gonna throw up. And the priest goes, that's what the devil says. <laughs> like, what this is that? Like, I think it says that's one of the devil's favorite lines. Oh, yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay, but this is actually the only line in this movie that all three of us laughed at. We actually thought was funny. So, but I don't know if it was intentionally funny. I don't, I don't know, know what's supposed to be know. funny in this movie. So Scott Bayo torments him with one of his dummies that he has up in his room, and he goes to the prom. Yeah. Then I have no notes on this prom scene because it's like a 30-minute scene, and... We start off, like, it doesn't, it, I mean, it shows people dancing for, like, maybe 20 seconds. Then all of a sudden, they announce the prom king and, and see, queen. You see a couple people looking at the camera. And you see smiling. a couple people looking at the camera. <laughs> um, okay, at this point, though, I got really annoyed by his friend. Because his friend, man, is, like, the biggest dick. He's, like, a total loser, man. Oh, he's, yeah. totally, like, uh, he's totally, like, reaping the benefits. Yeah, and he's, like, wants to go around and, like, rape every freaking girl that, like, is around him. And it's, like, man, well, this it guy, starts des- off, yeah, this it starts guy off- deserves to get, like... Yeah. Turn into mashed potatoes. You know because what I mean? It, I mean, it's supposed to be funny, but yeah, mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I was, scared. I was <laughs> like, the fuck? I was like, I said that you guys didn't catch on. Says, no, but mashed potatoes. Peyton and the prom queen both win king queen, and while they're dancing, is he like totally motorboating he, her. He's trying to motorboat her as they're dancing. And she's just kind of like stop, and she's kind of like putting up with here. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, she's a bitch anyway because she. I guess they had a night together, and yeah. then... Yeah. Whatever. Like, I, there's yeah. no redeemable characters yeah. in this movie. Except so, for the nerdy girl. Yeah, I'll give her that. Yeah. 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 I'll give her that. And she's nerdy because... She's got glasses. She's got glasses. But she's, she's only good in the first, like, two minutes of the movie. And then yeah. she loses the glasses, and then she's, and like, then she's, like, she's like, a bad guy. She's a bad, she's bad guy. She's a bad guy. She's a real bad guy. She's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then okay, and then his buddy's like, "Hey, we." He's like, "We got two airport tickets, or airplane tickets." He's like, "We're gonna go to Vegas, and we're gonna play the tables in Vegas." And he's like, he's like offended by. It. He's like, so "No means no, Peyton." Yeah, he's like, "How dare you ask me to use my power to make a lot of money? <laughs> like, I only use my power to rip clothes off of girls. <laughs> I have strict I have morals." <laughs> I only have one rule. <laughs> one yeah. rule. Okay, because then like I have to bring us up because at this point you want to like uh, segue this into the Carrie ending. Um, so people get in kind of like this argument, this fight. Scott Bayo stands up for Peyton, and the prom queen throws a watermelon at Scott Bayo, and he doesn't like this because shit's about to go down. He pretty much does a Carrie ending. You have everything except for like a split screen montage. Yeah. 
and everybody's clothes are being torn off. That's it. Like that's what that's like his that's, big thing. Yeah, that's the, he loves naked people. Yeah, that's and that's the why climax of the movie, lots of naked. That's people. That's all it is: is naked people. Yeah, and around. that's why I got pissed because I was like, okay, so going to Vegas and using this trick to make a lot of money is morally wrong, but ripping all the clothes off all the girls inside the gymnasium is an that's, okay. That's thing. all right. It's like yeah. I, yeah, no, you're completely right. That's it, man. That's why I was like, he's a terrible fucking person. That's yeah. what he is. He's he is. a terrible dude. Yeah. He's a child. And then it cuts a and he... A child. <laughs> a child. <laughs> By the way, that reference is Ernest Scared Stupid, isn't it? No. Yeah, it is. I always no, thought it was Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2. Is it? Yeah. Where he's talking to Vig- or Janish and he's like... He's like, oh, oh I always thought it was... I thought you guys were always quoting Ernest Scared Stupid. No, nobody quotes Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, me neither. Uh... Chocolate Miak? Yeah, there you go. I know. <laughs> I just quoted Ernest yeah. Scared Stupid. See? <laughs> Damn it. Um, so Scott Bayo's throwing all this stuff around the prom. People are screaming, running around. And somehow he throws out a fire hose, knocks him in the head, and he loses his powers. So Wakes back think. up. He didn't lose his powers, but he tells everybody else he did. And then he goes outside with his date. Everything's okay, I guess. And he's like, hey, you want to lift home? And they fly off to home. Which, okay, if I had telekinetic powers, I think the first thing I would have done was fly. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's what I'm like, that's well, like I can move that's things. Like a, that's the like first priority. Peace, you yeah. know. Yeah. I wouldn't say peace. I think it's something cooler <laughs> to say. That's the way you flew around. Uh, peace. Uh, see ya. <laughs> the, the sign and everything. Uh, peace. peace. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> I'd probably say deuces. I think <laughs> deuces. <laughs> deuces. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much Zapped. Uh, we will not be watching Zapped 2. Uh, I guarantee you that. Yes, there is a sequel. Um, what did everybody think about this movie? Um, oh, you recommend it, yes or no? Anybody? No. It was fucking... No. It was a chore. Absolutely I say no. Yeah. And it's not like bad where it's like fun, like, yeah, get people to watch this. No, it's, it's, it's for sure. Just, it's very... Yeah. It's, it's kind a, of exhausting. It's a very long hour and a half movie. Yeah. Because when we checked, there were still like 45 minutes left. Oh, yeah. I remember I was devastated when I saw that there was 45 <laughs> minutes left. Chris, Chris is like in the, the corner crying. He's... <laughs> Pouting during the movie and stuff is crazy. I don't want to. <laughs> but, okay, so none of us recommend Zapped. Oh, terrible. Um, we're going to go ahead and break away to our second part of the podcast. You've got to believe in magic. Something stronger than the moon above. Cause it's magic when two people fall in love. All right, welcome back to part two of Cinema Cult's Zap Review. Uh, now we're going to break down the genre, which is raunchy 80s teen comedies. Um, we'll go ahead and do our survey. Uh, let's go ahead and start off by asking what movies we recommend over this. Uh, movie I would recommend over this is Weird Science. It's my favorite. Like, It's a raunchy, sexy yeah, yeah, And I'll comedy. say it because, and it's actually it's weird you said that because I felt like the end, they tried to make this movie kind of weird science. I mean, even though this is before Weird Science. Like, the whole prom thing, I felt like the end of Weird Science where everything's going haywire. Like, yeah. Weird yeah. Science does it great. This movie, not so much. No, yeah. Just a lot of chaos with yeah. science fiction or whatever. Well, you know what? Yeah. I think it ruins this movie, though, is Scott Bayo is too attractive. Like, you don't buy that. Like, he in, wasn't, like, a nerd. Yeah, type character. Like, he wasn't anything to reflect with. It's like, like yeah, usually it'd be, guy. like, they acquire, they're, like, a nerd. They acquire a power of some sort, and then they become super popular, kind of like Teen Wolf. Yeah, I thought Teen like, Wolf at this too. It's kind of like he's, Peyton was kind of like his style. Yeah, his style. Or I was like, actually about to say like, that. Yeah, like Lucas, like he's an idiot, and he becomes like a 
And it just gets crushed. I don't want to talk about Lucas because I remember crying to that so many times. He gets times. crushed under that football pile. Oh, wait. Lucas and doesn't have any superpowers. And his glasses were also broken. <laughs> this is true. And then he becomes popular. Just same. Yeah. The, same. Er. He gets the first slow clap in cinema history. That's true. That's a good scene. Good okay. movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good movie. I like that movie. Do you have any other recommendations? Or are you just gonna, is that that's it? it. I have my recommendation. You want to give him one? Okay. That's okay. Uh, all right. My second recommendation would be Summer School, which is kind of like a sex teen comedy. It's more of like just a teen comedy. No, it's just a teen comedy. It's raunchy, I think. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that raunchy. It's uh, got parts. <laughs> I don't think it's raunchy at all. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going for the raunch. It's still a really good flick, though. Raunch, yeah. dead, raunch. I would well, recommend Revenge of the Nerds. I was just going to say Revenge of the yeah. Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds. While it is very stereotypical, yeah, for sure. I mean, now nerds are more accepted. They're not, you know, like yeah, thick glasses, high water pants, you know, stuff like that. Uh, there's probably some people that wear. I'm sure, but yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think that movie is great as a raunchy comedy. Yeah, uh, I think it's- what about uh, Meatballs? Meatballs, meatballs is be- a pretty good sex comedy. Meatballs is pretty good. I'll give me, I'll give you, I'll give you Meatballs, yeah. Matt. I will give you Meatballs. Sweet. This is getting kind of weird. Just trying to, eat meatballs. Trying to eat some more meatballs. raunchy movies. Barbecue meatballs. Put some more raunch <laughs> on my salad. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know fat what I mean? free. <laughs> some fat free raunch. <laughs> um, I cannot think of any like, like 80s. I mean, you There's got like, like Porky's. Yeah, Porky's. Porky's is a big one, which yeah. I was never big into. I watched it a couple times when I was a kid, but I. There's uh, some good moments. It's just in a it. typical like raunchy. Comedy. It's know? pretty much what Zap tried to be, but yeah. with bigger budget. Yeah. yeah, I would. That's the, I. I haven't seen Porky's, but I know Porky's is like the jump off point where it started. Yeah, like, yeah, for from all those yeah. yeah, like it's like the king, uh, teen raunchy comedy. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I've never seen it though. It's okay. It's not bad. Director yeah. of a uh, Christmas Story. Oh, is it really? Really? Yeah. yeah. I know that. mm-hmm. That's we, another. That's a raunch, That's a raunchy Christmas movie. Let's talk about raunchy Christmas movies. <laughs> Is there oh Bat Santa? <laughs> oh, there's one. Okay, I couldn't think of one. You got it. Nailed it. Um, I cannot think I know eighties is full of raunchy films, but I keep thinking of nineties flicks. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the nineties kinda have the revival of the raunchy flick with American Pie. Yeah. Because it kinda dies down for a while. I'm sure they're like, still being made. But. I think like maybe Road Trip would also be kind of a raunchy. Yeah, are you just are you just thinking of any Sean Williams Scott movie that pops in your head? Are you just in a lot of like raunchy. Uh, the rundown. <laughs> that's, a raunchy, that's pretty raunchy. <laughs> it's a raunchy flick. <laughs> what about uh, Risky Business? Would you say Risky Business is that's raunchy? Like a, that's like a serious. It's like a serious it's a comedy. Yeah. It's a serious like, but it, there's yeah, there's it, it's like, a teen comedy. It's kind of like running a prostitution ring outside yeah. of his or yeah. outside of his parents' yeah. home. It's ultimately a teen comedy. It's kind of the way um, the girl next door. Yeah. It came out. Yeah. It's a comedy, but it's kind of got that serious feel to it at times. Yeah. It's like the, again, it's like the whole nerd becoming the popular guy. Kind yeah. Of like throughout yeah. the movie or whatever. I really enjoy that movie. That's probably one of my favorite what? two movies. Girl Next Door. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a, I really, really like really it. really good yeah. flick. Yeah. yeah. A lot of character development. Yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't bigger than it was. Yeah. Because maybe it's because of what you're saying, though. Maybe it's it was, it didn't know whether to be serious or funny. Cause it's not a, it's not like yeah. a hysterical movie, yeah, and it's not a really serious movie. So it's kind of like a, not a, it's not a weird. So movie. it's a movie. It's not. It's a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. A movie. It's a yeah. movie. But it's like it's, is that a question? I don't know. <laughs> Are you asking us? I don't know. I guess maybe they just didn't have an audience for it. Like, yeah. For something like that, it was yeah. more mature because it was like it was supposed to come out. It's for, a very mature teen. But it was supposed to come out for teenagers, and we end up yeah. liking it when they're twenties. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
then they also have like I don't know like ski school like a lot of those. I was gonna say ski school yeah, too. Ski I think that's nineties. Ski though. school, but still, I mean, wait, 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 what's ski school? It's Are you saying ski school or ski patrol? Or maybe ski patrol. There might be no. Both. What is, what's yeah. that? I've never heard of this. It's, it's just a whole like it's a movie. Yeah, movie? Never, a movie. Remember what we watched today was a movie. Oh, okay, I know it's your third time watching a movie. But... Does it come with uh, some ranch on it? <laughs> like, Throwback to five minutes ago. Throwback, <laughs> throwback to a time machine. Um, well, okay, well, actually, let's go back to Zap. What makes movies like these good? Just raunch. I mean, we don't have to stick with the 80s on this. What makes a good raunchy you gotta have teen a, comedy? You gotta have a good story. Like, and characters are, like, redeemable in the end. I think, well, I think you gotta make them lovable. That's what I, I mean, think, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. And like, that's why, like, American Pie works so well. Yeah. And Revenge of the Nerds works so well. Because you, you really have, like these characters. You gotta characters. have, like, the underdog. Yeah. And then yeah. them prevailing at the end, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, like, Revenge of the Nerds, now I'm thinking that you brought oh, that dude, up. Oh, dude, they get shot on, like, fucking the entire movie. Yeah, but, yeah, like, the ending really... is so awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. When they pull up on the tank and... That's what? Uh, that's, 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 that's uh, Nerds in Paradise. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Nerds in Love. Sorry. Uh, that's, that's the third one. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't remember the ending to the first one. Like they John Goodman. John Goodman's gonna like beat the shit out of uh Oh yeah, that's right. Lewis or whatever. That's right. And then like the nerd like teacher or whatever like yeah. steps in, he's like, dude, back the fuck off. Yeah. Like, and that's you're right. like, oh shit. It's a really cool ending. Dude, it is. Dude got attitude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they get trapped on that island. And they play that's Queen. The sequel. What? <laughs> Nerds in Love? That's the third movie. Okay, which one's the second one? <laughs> Nerds in Paradise. Which one's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know. You mentioned the tanks, so probably the second one. Okay, cool. Are we talking about that one? <laughs> no, we're talking about okay. the first movie. That's cool, man. <laughs> well, and I think that's part of the problem with this movie is I don't like any of these characters. That There's no character development whatsoever. Scott Bayo is totally like a sociopath. He is. And, and if you think about it, from other than him getting telekinetic powers up until the end, there's no, like, situations in this movie. There's no, like, here's act three. I mean, maybe they, yeah. he gets in a fight with his girlfriend, but there's no, like, but it's gotta obstacles. Be total, it's going to be like, oh, my life sucks. And then he gets these powers, like, oh, wait, now I can, like, do something. Yeah. And, then, and pretty much the whole movie rides out as, I have powers. Yeah. And that's it. That's the yeah. entire... Yeah, I thought he was going to lose it at one point, or, like, he was going to find some trouble It's going to be, like, it. a total, like, rookie of the year moment where he has this, like, ability and then loses yeah. it, like, at the very end. Yeah, like, yeah. Team oh, shit. Oh yeah, Teen Wolf. Wait, no, he has the ability throughout. Yeah, but he, he turns it off when he plays the last basketball. Oh game, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm. like yeah, he's able to do it without. The, it's just the, 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 being the wolf. Just be yourself. There's more than him. Or more you, you could have had this awesome moment wolf. where like this car wreck was about to happen. This kid was about to get hit, and he stopped the car, and he was like, "Wow, maybe I could do a lot of use with this." Yeah, yeah or maybe right. yeah. Or maybe like the Statue of Liberty is about to fall on somebody, and he like he stops just totally it. rips the gown off. Boobs, boobs, big boobs, milk, milk, daddy like, green boobs. Oh man, what a bad. But yeah, no, that dude, like his character, fucking sucks. Yeah, he's a a terrible person. This is a very, like, hey. We're gonna put a lot of boobs into this movie. Yeah, that's it. And people are gonna show up and but there's just there's there's no laughs, there's no like okay, I think like American Pie, in my opinion, maybe just because I grew up with it, but American Pie might be in my mind the ultimate teen comedy. Yeah. Because it's raunchy. You love all the characters. 
they're redeemable. They have their ups and downs. They all have different stories, and they all get resolved at the end. Like it, that is a perfect raunchy teen comedy. Yeah, but then what's cool about it is like some of them don't get resolved. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they like, they don't get resolved, them, but they they like learn a lesson. It's from like it. it's like four versions of having sex or something like that, and then like pretty you much, know, yeah. There's like a good outcome, a bad outcome, an okay outcome. Like, yeah, they all have a different yeah. outcome to it. Yeah. And it's like. It, it does. It, it spends a pretty good story. I feel like. Yeah, and by the, and you leave like in a good mood. And like, yeah, like teens. Like I, that's. I don't like movies like this that we just watch because I feel like it treats teenagers like they're just completely dumb and stupid. Like a lot of them they are. They only like carnal things, yeah, like yeah. boobs. Like you what? know, like boobs and okay. and beer and. <laughs> You know what I mean? The three Bs. And no school. The three Bs. <laughs> the three Bs. And no school. And like that's the third B. That's the third B. <laughs> like so I never went to school. Do you know they never do a high school teen comedy where it's them? It's like, oh man, it's my junior year of high school. I'm in. I'm just in the middle of high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's always, always like, like the last getting out. Year, yeah. Like it's the end. It's like a giant party movie, but. It's like oh they should they should have one or like I'm gonna be a freshman. I feel like this was like a rape you know? party movie. Like somebody put a bunch of roofies in the punch, and <laughs> we're all attendants to watching it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so we drank the punch. We drank the punch too, and we're all forced to watch this, this rape orgy okay. happen. I don't think that's what happened, but I know, but <laughs> but okay, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> could have. All right, I think that pretty much wraps up this week's episode on '80s raunchy teen comedies. Uh, join us next time when we do an animal's attack, and we'll be watching the 1995 film Congo, starring Bruce Campbell. Can we no, say that? No, no, no yeah, way, starring dude. Bruce Campbell. No, no way. Well, that's what I tell people. That's what they marketed as. That's what they marketed. They as. also marketed uh, from Dust Till Dawn Part Two. As, oh, I remember that. I don't even want to talk about that. And I watched the intro. That. I was like, "Fuck this movie." And then I turned it off. I'm done. I only watched the beginning too. So join us next week when we do Congo. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. Thank you for listening to Cinema Cult. We'll see you next time. Join us next week when we do When Animals Attack, where we're going to pretty much do movies where animals are the main star. And we're going to be... And we'll be doing the 2001 film Jurassic Park 3 starring Sam Neill. Thank you for listening to Cinema Cult. We'll see you next week. I'm Chris tomorrow. <laughs> Why is it so hard? I just, everything I was saying, I was like, you're not flowing, dude. <clears throat>